<laughs> See you guys. It's the Connection Podcast. That was a heck of an intro. It's my uh, <laughs> mature voice. Get it? Yeah. Get no Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Connection Podcast, where, in just under an hour, we're going to dive into scripture <laughs> and come full circle with God and His Word. Where? <laughs> I like that. I think I'm going to say yeah, that from now that? on. Yeah. Make that your yeah. little tag, bro. Little I tag like on the beginning, so... Uh, again, welcome everybody. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, today's been awesome, dude. We just recorded the previous one uh-huh. about and it judging. Ties in perfectly. And it really ties in with this one. So, so before you listen to this one, make sure you go listen. To listen last to judgment. One. The what is it called? The thou shalt not. Thou shalt judge not. Not. Yeah. <laughs> so listen to that one before you listen to this one. Yeah. Okay. So, um, real quick. Again, thank ev- thank you guys to everybody who's been listening uh, consistently or for the first time. Thank yeah, you guys yeah. for tuning in. We we appreciate everything that we've heard from our friends, from family that have, have reached out and said, "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. we like this. It's awesome." Um, really haven't gotten any. I mean, a couple of people that couple are like, eh, "Not really for us," and that's yeah. okay too. We appreciate that. So exactly. Um, yeah, just really appreciate you guys listening and being here with us and joining in on the conversation. That's what. That I mean, real quick. That's like what. A lot of people have told us they feel like they're part of the conversation. And that's yeah. what we want you guys to feel like yeah. is that you're you're here, you're you're part of the like you're in the room with us and you're just forming your own thoughts and opinions and whatever it is and, and maybe getting some revelations, hopefully mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. So we really appreciate it. We love this, we love all of you guys. So um today What's our topic maturity. today? Maturity. Easy. Okay, I struggle with this one. All right. All right. Okay. I struggle with maturity because I'm gonna be honest with you. If you were to fart right now, I would die laughing. I'm not even joking. Okay. With you. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about maturity and we're also talking about Christian maturity. Yeah. More spiritual, so Christian. Spiritual maturity. More yep. so spiritual. But still. Okay. So I struggled with this. So let's just lot. let's just start off being hot. What was the last immature mis- de- uh, immature decision you made? Uh you want the spiritual or the non-spiritual? Well, I mean either way. Whatever you feel uh, like sharing. Well, I'm gonna give you uh because I make a lot more like carnal, immature decisions than I do. Okay, so decisions of the flesh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I succumb to them, you know. Right. But I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, man. The last time was probably um when I made the decision, kind of to like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just started laughing. All right, this is gonna be good. Audience listening real close right now. So sometimes I just have this thing about me where if I'm really comfortable and I'm talking with somebody, um, I might end up, you know, saying something I shouldn't. Oh, I do it yeah. very rarely now. Okay. But sometimes it just slips. And it's especially with like somebody I'm very comfortable with, but I'm trying not to like, you know, say something that'll offend them or something like that. But it happened at annual conference. Oh dear. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm sitting there. And, you know, I, I use cuss words with it. I won't repeat what I said, oh, like no. verbatim because of the podcast. Yeah. But let's we'll just say that my brother was talking to me about somebody <laughs> and I was using immature judgment uh, on them. And I basically, good one. I basically made a joke, a, 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 like, like, a, like a sexual joke. Okay. About that person. Mm, mm. And it just wasn't right. Yeah. And the worst part was, is that they over... <laughs> They overheard. Oh, no. Yeah. And oh, no. I just kind of was like, oh, okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, man. That's the worst. Yeah. I mean, like, I think they overheard. Yeah. I know they did, but they didn't, like, make a face or a comment about it. So I was so, like. Okay, so let me ask you, like, when, when you said it, was there, like, did, did you feel something yeah. inside of you that was like, I should, like, like uh. It literally it was like, dude, you fudged up <laughs> big time no like that's the thing with me like uh, immature decisions to gossip about somebody mm-hmm. or um to do something like that you know where it's like man I, you get done it's like i don't feel right like yeah. that doesn't and then that on, doesn't sit well and then on the christian aspect of it you know i've made immature decisions where i've shared a passion or like ooh, okay uh, something that was planted inside of me a little too early when God had it intentionally just kind of set for you. Exactly. And I wanted to share it to everybody. Yeah, sure. And I had that moment too. I mean, that was, that that was years back, but like, you know, it happened still. Yeah. But you know, I've, I've learned. I think that's a really big one that a lot of people 
get caught up in. It's uh-huh. that decision where it's like you want to share what God is doing through your life. And I mean, look at Joseph in the dream coat, right? Exactly. You know, like, that's, the, that's the main guy. Right like, there. bro, I had this dream. Y'all were bowing, bowing down to me. Yeah, yeah y'all were bowing down. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I got crazy. this nice robe. I'm anointed. Nice robe. I, am, I got the favor. Yeah. And he shared this dream with his brothers and they like threw him down a well. And, or no, they, they were going to throw him down a well, but they ended up selling him to slavery. By the way, I love that movie, The Prince of. The was, Prince of Egypt? Yeah, no, is that what it is? With Joseph? So, yeah. No, it's the Joseph and the Dreamcoat. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? No, it's not Technicolor, but... I don't... I, but it's, I, it's, it, it's, it yeah. is Prince of Egypt. Yeah. Is it? What's yeah. the other one then? With uh, Moses. I thought that was Prince of Egypt. Shoot, I don't remember. <laughs> I have to look at this real quickly. <laughs> you I'm look sorry. It up. No, you're good. Let me look um, at this. I'll, I'll talk about this for my own immature decision. So a big one for me is financial decisions. Like... I, I'm getting better about not spending money on dumb things mm-hmm. or just things I don't need, but I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like I, I should, 100%. I should get that, you yeah. know, like things yeah. I don't need. I, I've, I've progressed a lot where I would just spend money kind of carelessly, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, like, yeah, shoot, even just like probably this year alone, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think really once I started tithing, that's when like, Ooh. I've just been like, <laughs> yeah, yep. like that was like, it that's, changed. that's a mature decision, right? To, yes, to say, you know what, God, I'm going to give you the first of everything. Yeah. I'm going to tell this story real quick. Cause this just happened to me. And I, I love telling testimonials like this, right? Mm-hmm. I told you about the whole thing. Yeah, so, yeah. um, got a bonus at work on nice. Friday last week. Great thing, you know? And rather than just keeping that money to myself and saying, you know what, I'm going to keep this is great. God's provisions is upon me. I was like, you know what? I need to tithe. A 10, 10% of this to God mm-hmm. back to the church. And so I um, just got registered to go to Transformation Conference. Oh, yeah. Shout out Transformation Conference, Woo-hoo! Transformation Church, all that. I'm super excited to go. Um, but like that just happened that day too. And I got this bonus check. And you know what? I'm going to give a tenth of that back to Transformation Church. Wow. Right? I get home uh, from work that day, go to check my mailbox. There's a check in there, right? Uh oh. <laughs> like one of those things, man. Uh, get a check in the mail from like some uh, lawsuit settlement that had been arranged that I I filled out a long time ago, completely forgot about. Yeah. I was like, I'll probably get nothing. I wanted for to it. ask you, who, like, who sent it? Yeah, I was like I a lawsuit settlement. That's I was just so and, funny. and I looked at it and I was like, oh, I, I I did that. Yeah, okay, uh, but I was like, I completely forgot. And mm. that check amount was the exact same amount that I had just tied to transformation. That is so, so good, man. But that's a mature decision, right? To say, you know what, God. I'm not going to keep this for myself. You've given me this provision. You've mm-hmm, given me mm-hmm, this job. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give back to you first. Yep. Like I was just immediate with yep, it. Yep. And I think that's, that's kind of just like a level of maturity that mm-hmm. I, I think I've, I've personally, you know, grown towards. Yeah. And so, I mean, I have and, something similar. Literally, I didn't tell you about this, but <laughs> I wanted to. And it's so funny. Saving it for the podcast. I, I think so. I mean, I would have told you, but you know, my brain. I know. I, I know. Would have just forgot. But anyways, <laughs> so we talked about in the last episode about picking Emma up and taking her with us to the concert. Right, right. Right. And then not showing judgment and all that stuff. Well, when I was actually picking her up, hmm, okay. I had, I was I just received my paycheck, yada, yada. Yep. And it just slipped my mind to give that 10%, right? Okay, yeah. It just slipped. <clears throat> but then I'm thinking, oh, like, I have to purchase some pants. I have to purchase like, mm. some clothes for work. Yeah. You know, this is going to this is gonna be kind of tight. <laughs> and I was like, no, you know what? I have to give my 10%. And I says, you know what? I'll just, I'm just going to wait. I should give it now because I remember you're already pulling at my heart for it, God. Yeah. But I'm just going to put you on hold for a sec. Right. Literally, as I'm driving (laughs) to go get Emma, my car engine light turns on. Oh, no. (laughs) I start freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. Why does this happen? Always right then and there. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet. Whatever happens, happens. I made the decision uh that i was gonna hold off on god so you know what that's fine okay sunday rolls around yeah and (laughs) i'm in church and i'm like (laughs) it's like oh you know tyler's up there and he's like let's go ahead and you know give our our gifts to god and this this and that and then something in me was just like you have to give and if you don't give it's gonna get really bad for you (laughs) so i was like ah damn so i went ahead tithe 
And I, I, I'm telling you right now, I would say the S-H-I-T word, you not. <laughs> I drove to church that Sunday morning with my engine, engine light on. Yeah. I drove home with it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it has yet to turn on. Oh, my God. Dude, that's amazing. I I'm love that. I'm not even that. joking. All right? <laughs> God so, is so good. If you don't believe about tithing, you should really you tithe. You should do it. I'm telling you. Anyways, back two, to maturity. Two testimonials right there. Bro, you should have been that moment when you were driving, just been like, you know what, pull over to the side. God, I'm sorry. I'll give a 10 to you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it would have I turned know, off right? on the way there. Right? That would have been instant. All right. Let's jump into some scripture here, guys. Uh, James chapter one, verses two through four. A lot of you will recognize this one mm-hmm. um, where it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, mm-hmm. because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Oh, yeah. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Again, I want to say it again, just because I feel something with that. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Yep. All right, let's go. So... I mean, let's, I'm just going to say it. Trials expose our level of maturity. Mm-hmm. They really do. That's why James is saying here, like, let let the trials happen. Like, they're going to, like, be joyful about it. You know what? This is, you know, what? this is growing me, God. Thank you for putting this in my life. Thank you for, you know, making me lose my job. Well, not making me lose my job, but, you know, whatever it is. Thank you, God, for this trial that that uh, is producing this perseverance in me. Like, thank you, God, because mm-hmm. I know that this is making me more mature. It's completing me. It's, it's growing me. Mm. Let know? those trials keep on rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Limp biscuit. <laughs> Stay tuned at the end of the episode for I, that I one. I found a way to tie it in. Okay. <laughs> nice. Anyways. But really like the, the trials expose our level of maturity and it's how we respond to these trials. Yeah. Right. Are yeah. we reactive to them or are we mm. proactive mm. Ooh, to them? Yes. Right. Am I letting my emotions get the best of me during this trial or, or am I using this time uh, to grow and to say, okay, God, like I don't see it now, but show me what you're mm-hmm. doing in me. Show mm-hmm. me what this is producing in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we grow and learn from them or do we allow them to keep us where we are? Mm-hmm. I think that's the two kind of opposites with this is we can look at trials and say, you know what, this is, this is straining me. This is pushing me. This is creating tension in me. I'm growing from this. Yeah. Or we can say, well, I guess that wasn't God's will for me. I guess I'm not supposed to do this. <laughs> I guess I'm just supposed to stay right here where I am, mm-hmm. you know, because we can either look at a trial. I have a whole sermon illustration for this dude. I, I'm excited <laughs> for the future of this <laughs> one. <laughs> so. It's like you can either look at that wall in front of you mm-hmm. and, and turn around and say, well, I guess I'm not supposed to go through it. Mm-hmm. I, guess I, I guess that's not the right way for me to go. Or we can produce uh, this maturity and the strength to knock that wall down and go through it. Mm. God doesn't not, I mean, God's not going to give you a giant trial, a giant wall in front of you at first. He's going to put a little baby wall in front of you. You just got to kick it over yep. and step over it. Mm-hmm. You know? And, then it and that's going to build your maturity. That's increasing. Yep. To, you're, I mean, you're going to get to the point. You can where you, jump it. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm gonna. I was gonna say like you're you're gonna get to that point where you just kind of like you start to laugh when you see those walls come up. Yeah, there <laughs> you, you go. just you just like, like you've, ha, you've, you've experienced feet, you've got experienced it. so many of them that you come up to it. And you're just like, like it's you just, this wall here. You just kick it over. You yep, know. Yep. One hundred percent, man. So okay, one of the one of the questions about this is how do I know that I'm spiritually maturing? Obviously, we know physically how we mature. Like we grow up, we, you know, we get hair on our chest as men. You know, grow yeah. beards. <laughs> be manly men. Um, it's just like how a child grows up. We see people mature from young to old, right? Mm-hmm. Physically, but spiritually, how do we know that we're growing? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's not always obvious, and sometimes it's not always easy to see. Very true. Right? Because God's darkroom God. Yeah. He does a lot of his work in the dark where we don't mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm. until the next, until that next trial comes. Yeah. You know? So, um, what, one of the things I love about my Bible, I've kind of talked about this a little bit before in podcast episodes is that it's a life application Bible, right? NIV version, but it has, um, little like chapter summaries within the text, uh, little footnotes at the bottom to kind of explain the text. And one of the things that my Bible has in here in the book of Hebrews is, 
Um, it's kind of like a, a mature choices ver- versus immature choices. Mm. So these are kind of ways to evaluate our spiritual maturity. And we're going to kind of go through these. And if you, if you feel like talking about one, just stop me and cool. we'll go through them. Um, so one way, again, that's why we asked the question at the beginning, what was the last, what was the kind of like last immature choice you made? And that's a way to really understand what level of maturity we are at spiritually is by the choices we make. Yeah. Okay. So here's the first one, teaching others rather than just being taught. Mm-hmm. You know, real quick before we move forward, go ahead. Just want to say, um, one way, one way that you will know that you were spiritually maturing is when you're given the opportunity to teach someone. And I experienced that Ooh. not too long ago. Yeah. Um, with the auditorium team at Hillsong. Okay. And, you know, for me, it was such a struggle, such a struggle to talk to people in the auditorium yeah, and make you, conversation. Yeah, when you first and started. that really, really was. Now it's getting so much more easier. You're growing. And it's yep, so maturing. crazy because now I see a couple people in our service team. I ain't going to say no names. You know who you is. <laughs> <laughs> but I see a couple of them and I went ahead and I made it a point to go out and talk to them. And okay. I was like, hey, I noticed that you're sitting, you're standing here and you're not talking mm. to anybody. Mm. I, I get it. I know where it's coming from, but just make that push to go and, and make a conversation. Like, it's okay. You're going to, don't be a weirdo like we learned, but it's okay to be like, yeah. a, you know, like not awkward it's it's not awkward i guess it's like silly well it's okay to feel you know, like be charming it's okay to not know what to do yeah but to just do it yeah but be charming about it you know yeah and i just talked to that person and then and then i caught myself when i walked away and i was like well like i was that person like four yep. months ago you experienced that you're like oh i've grown like yeah now i'm grown. in now that I position can, now i can teach someone yep. how to do that yeah okay and i think that's so important too is that you know, wis- like wisdom, when we're given wisdom, when we're, when we are taught something either from someone else that, you know, gives wisdom to us or from God, like it's not for us to keep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this is getting at. It's like when you're given that wisdom, when you, when you grow and you go through something, give that to somebody else, like exactly. teach them about it. Exactly. All right. Second one, developing a depth of understanding rather than struggling with the basics. Mm. I didn't even finish my note on this one. <laughs> But what, what this one gets at is like, okay, the Christian faith, the basic kind of understanding of the Christian faith is that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Mm-hmm. He came down to earth, died on the cross for our sins and mm-hmm. rose from the dead for mm-hmm. our salvation. That's like Christianity in a nutshell, mm-hmm. right? Beyond that, Jesus as the man, the Holy Trinity, like diving in, like what we're doing right now in this podcast, like diving into these scriptures and having the deep conversations and trying to understand our, our Christian faith deeper rather than just saying, well, I got Jesus. That's all I need. It's like, yeah, but what happens when this happens? What mm-hmm. happens when you face this trial? What happens when you face that temptation? You know? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's really, and I think that that's really a good sign of maturity is that you're not just skimming the surface mm-hmm. through scripture. Mm-hmm. You're, you're diving deep with God. You're, you're, you're trying to understand him more. You're seeking the kingdom first, right? Matthew six thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeking that thing out. Yeah. I have a topic to talk about about this, but I'm going to wait till we get a little bit deeper into this. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's gonna, all right. It's going to strike up a little bit of controversy. That's all right. Good and bad, but you the, know, this is it's why food we're for hot. thought. You know? This is why we're humble, open, transparent. All right. Next one. Next one is self-evaluation rather than self-criticism. That is so well good. done, mate. <laughs> well done, mate. I, I I didn't write this. This was in my Bible, but like, this is so, so important. Like just from what we talked about with judging others, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like you got to evaluate yourself and not be so self-critical, mm-hmm. you know, it's what we, what do we talk about? And, um, oh, what was the episode where, um, I'm in a funk, mm-hmm. right? The author goes through a self-evaluation, mm-hmm. right? He, he's self-critical. He, he goes through this. Yeah. And that's how we, that's who, okay. Come on. I see it. The, the author is going through this very exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how we know we get to a really deep spirit, spiritual maturity, deep 
maturity level of spiritual of our what spirituality. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. We're 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 maturing. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how we know is that we can go through a time of 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 self criticism, but then immediately switch and say, you know what? Let me think about this. Let me accept where I am, as that author did to say, you know what? Like I am in a funk. Mm -hmm. Why my soul are you downcast? Yeah, you know, like. You're evaluating yourself. You're saying, man, I used to do these things and I used to feel the presence of God and I used to get so much love and, and wisdom from his word when I opened it up and just love shot out of my chest for everybody, like a Care Bear or something. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> 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 but like he, the, the, the author switches from, um, you know, I used to be like this and like, I just was so good at this. And then he's saying, well, wait a second. Why am I like this? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I am like this, yeah. but I'm going to put my hope back in God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so again, self evaluation rather than self criticism. Let me give you a verse for this. Romans 12, t- chapter 12, verse three says this, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are, mm-hmm. but be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Okay. Like, and that's the thing. It's, it comes from a place of honesty. Yeah. Like when we're self-critical, it's usually not honest. It's Mm -hmm. just a biased opinion that we're thinking of ourselves in that time. But self-evaluation is honest. You're saying, okay, well, yeah, I am like this. Mm -hmm. I am this way. I am immature in this area, but you know what? I'm going to grow. God's growing me in this. I'm not going to stay this way. I'm going to make a conscious decision tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to purposely push that out of my life so mm-hmm. that I can grow closer with God. Mm. All right. Easy. Read the next one for us. Uh, where are we at? The seeking. Yeah. Seeking. Uh, <clears throat> Talks. <laughs> uh, seeking unity rather than promoting disunity or division. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what is that? mean to you what does that mean to me yeah like what does it mean to like you know seek unity than promoting well it's so easy to look at what divides us it's so easy to look at our differences mm. with other people mm-hmm. and that comes from judgment like like man this just ties in so well yeah, it does. <laughs> but no like when like at hillsong for example right just our 9 a.m service team we we talk about this just because we're involved in it and we see these things happening yeah but like we all strive to be on the same page every single morning. Yeah. We all strive, no matter what our position is, we all strive mm-hmm. to be on this, to be in agreement. Very true. To be in agreement with each other about this is what, what's going on today. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're going to, here's how we're going to be. Here's what we're going to be doing. Um, and you know, the Bible says like where two, where two or more are in, are in agreement, whatever they ask will be done in my name. You know, that's why I'd like, that's why I think like you and I have such a really strong relationship is because we get an agreement about stuff. Like yeah. I get a vision, you get a vision. Yeah. That person's just like, all right, okay, let's do good. it. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, like even this podcast, right? Yeah. Like you had seriously. this idea for the podcast and I was like, bro, let's do it. Let's do it. Like, no, like there's I was no like, second guessing. Nope. There's no second thoughts. No. It's just, I was like, you know what? I, I could have come at it and said, well, that's kind of expensive. You know, we don't have any experience in that, but I was like, no, we're just going to do it. Like, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you and I have both experienced a lot of things oh, of that course. it's just at that point where, you know, when you say, bro, I got to talk to you. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. You what know, are we doing next? <laughs> you know, something's coming. Yeah. Um, no, I think this is really like staying on this one for a second. This is so important in the church, man. You know, like, gosh, we just talked about this a little bit earlier in the last episode and in this, but like, I see it in a lot of churches where there's a lot of division mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. and like the devil's not stupid. Yeah, he knows. He doesn't need he doesn't need a giant split to work his way in there and, and just mm-hmm. begin to push those two sides apart mm-hmm. to to make them polar opposites. He needs a little tiny one little issue, right? That that some that people can't get an agreement on, and he will just slip, <laughs> go right in there and just begin to. He's not going to do it immediately. Mm-mm. That'd be too obvious, mm-hmm. right? He's he's a he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yep, you know. So, so he's, he's tricky that he will, he will promote division mm. and he will, he will find that area to divide a, a husband and wife. Yes. He will get into that relationship and find that one little thing that you can't stand, like you just get so annoyed by with that other mm-hmm. person and he will start planting little offenses in you, little offenses mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. And over time you create this wall 
right? You block yourself up. You divide yourself up from the other person. Like I, I experienced this in my last relationship. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's crazy because what starts off, what seems to start off as such a insignificant judgment on someone Mm -hmm. turns into something that just snowballs to where it becomes hate. Yeah. Literally hate. Yeah. And just, so the mature decision, right? When there is a disagreement, you say, you know what? We let's we we disagree on this. We do. We accept that. We acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. But di- but while we're here, mm-hmm. while we're in church, while we're you know at home married, let's 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 not be divided in this moment, but let's be unified. Yeah, and that's one of the things I love about our nine a.m. service team. Like yeah. everybody there, we are so diverse. Not only in our upbringing or in the way we think or the way we do things right. or like the degrees that everybody has or the jobs that everybody has, but so ethnically different. speaking too. Yeah. Like, Diversity. It's so crazy. But the funniest thing is that like, I may have one certain way of approaching a certain solution right. or a, a pro, yep. uh, you yep. know, a, a resolution. And you know, you may have the different approach, but we both have one common goal, which is at, at the 9am service. We are, our number one goal is to reach that person that is coming in for the first time. Yeah. That is like, yo, I'm broken. I'm tired. I'm weary. I just need to lean into God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's our job. Like that is our common, like our one goal. And it's so crazy how, even though we are so different with so many different things, so many different, what's the word? Uh, I don't want to say not, not division or disunity, but like things that just separate us. Yeah. Things that could segregate uh-huh. us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. It is so yeah. crazy how one goal versus multiple reasons to separate. Yep. When you have that can one keep focus. us together. Yep. And that's what see, that's what's so power like what's so powerful and uh, um um strong about like churches, for example, like Elevation or Transformation, right? They they have a laser focus yeah. on what their mission exactly. is. Exactly. And everyone is in agreement with that. Everybody's every in single person. When I went to Elevation last October, it was just like Everyone was on the same page. Yeah. There were hundreds of volunteers in that place, but everyone knew what they were going Mm -hmm. for. And that's not to say that, you know, Hillsong Elevation or Transformation doesn't have its beef with each other. Of course. They sure do. And it's not to say that any sort of denominational church doesn't have that either. Exactly. It's just that where we're going right now, there is such a strong focus on that one goal to reach that one person that it outweighs everything else it really does it and it's crazy how one thing versus a hundred things mm-hmm. that can separate us mm-hmm. that one thing weighs so much more than that hundred things yep. that can separate some yep. all of us but i don't know it's just crazy next one <laughs> next one all right desiring spiritual challenges rather than desiring entertainment <laughs> that's a what was that last word desire rather than desiring entertainment Oof. That could be anything. You, you, whoever's listening, fill in the blank, whatever that is for you. Whatever, again, whatever comes in between, like mm-hmm. you growing closer to God mm-hmm. and you getting fulfilled with your desire in that moment. Yep. Okay, this is so hard for me, man. Like, ah, oh, gosh, what was like, there are so many nights where I'm like, I know I should be studying and writing messages and like just doing a full dive and reading and stuff. But I'm just like, I just want to watch Netflix or mm-hmm. like Amazon Prime something or other, yeah. you know? Or watch a movie on the TV. Like, I just, and that's the thing. Like, like is, is it supposed to be a balance? Are you supposed to just, like, continually seek the kingdom first? Like, just nothing else? But then, like, am I going to go crazy? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I struggle with this so much. And I've gotten better about it. Mm. You know, I've gotten a lot better about it. Like, gosh, like, last August, like, Last June through like August was really like, I just was not reading the Bible, nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, just like watching the show, the 100 on Netflix. Great show. Yeah. Love that show. But I think as I've grown over the past, like just the past year, like my, my focus and my, uh, direction, my intention has been towards like growing to become a pastor one day. It's like, I need to, I want to be, I, I will never feel like I've done enough. Mm-hmm. I was just talking with Lillian about this last night where it's like, I will never, I feel like I'm going to preach messages and there will always be a time where it's like, I didn't, I didn't say enough. I didn't yeah. do enough. Yeah. I didn't prepare enough. Yeah. 
But at the same time where it's like, God's like, you did what I needed you to do. And In now that I moment. can work. Yeah. You know? And I think that's part of that maturity with, you know, cause I've struggled with that too, where it's like, have. have I done enough? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to keep, I keep shouting out my parents cause they've just taught me so much in Absolutely. my spiritual journey. And parents, like, man. <laughs> one thing my dad said to me is like, you know, you may, cause you know, I want to be a worship leader and, and yep. I have these moments where when, you know, with afterglow, when I was leading worship, I would open my eyes and I look around and I'm like, dang, I'm the only one that's like getting involved in this, like worship. Mm. And yeah. I would tell my dad and I said, Hey, you know, I just feel like I'm not doing a good job at like leading worship and like no one's worshiping or anything like that. And my dad was just like, you know what? You have to remember that if you feel the call, you do it. Yeah. Right. But if people don't follow you, you just have to keep going because, you know, that's, it's just, you know, that's how that's how you mature with with your faith because then you realize I don't need, you know, whatever I did in that moment, it was enough. Mm-hmm. Because God is that's how God works. He doesn't want you to give it I mean, he wants you to give 110%, but what may what you may feel like was only 80% mm. could actually really really impact someone's yeah. life. Yeah, and you yep. were only at you felt like you were only at eighty percent. Yeah, but your intention was to give one hundred and ten percent, and you did give that ten and one hundred and ten percent. But you know, you just felt like, oh, I didn't do that much. Or like for, for a perfect example is like when you would preach, um, and you would say, oh, I didn't, I just feel like I didn't get that point across mm. the way I wanted. Yep. And all, I would always, I would always, you know, we we were we were still you know getting to know Growing more and more about each other and all that stuff. But there was times when I wanted to be like, you know what, Noah, like you said enough hmm. and you said exactly what, what, what God has, has, has wanted you to say. Yeah, what he needed to say through me. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I has wanted you to say. Oh, okay. Because, okay. Yeah, yeah. because you, you're not all the way experienced yet, you know? Oh. So it's like well, he said he wanted to, for you to, to struggle and, and say and feel that way and say, okay, was that enough? And then you have to come back and think about it and say, no, you know what that was for the time that was enough. Yeah. Because there's going to be, uh, as I mature and I grow, I'm going to be able to give this to somebody. Cause it's like you level up like leveling up. What? What? No, just go ahead. Keep going. It's I- like leveling up as you increase in the levels of a video game. They do what they gradually get harder. Yep. That's why like, you have the tutorials at first in those video games and then you start kind of doing it all on your own and it's still kind of easy. And then you kind of like get a neck for it, a natch for it or whatever that word is. And niche, niche and, for it. Yeah. yeah niche. Yeah. Um, and you keep moving, you keep doing it and you're like, yo, this is getting pretty good. Then you get to a harder part and you're like, Oh, I know what to do. I know what I, what I learned. Yep. What I had not known. I got more mature. From I that, got more that, mature from that. That, that trial. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So what's the, why, why are you laughing? I was just because it relates back to the the one at the bottom. Um, the next one that we'll talk about the feelings and experiences evalu- evaluated in the light of God's word rather than experiences evaluated according to feelings. Wow. <laughs> I love that one. Well, I didn't know that. You know? <laughs> so uh, let's go through these other ones real quick. Um. So we just said desiring spiritual spiritual challenges rather than desiring entertainment. Uh, the next one for a mature choice versus immature choice is careful study and observation rather than opinions and half-hearted efforts. Mm-hmm. Right? Just that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with wisdom comes maturity. That's the one that I'm going to get into with being a little controversial, but I, right. wanna, I want to keep going. All right. Um, active faith rather than cautious apathy or disinterest and doubt. <laughs> So like being active in your faith and pursuing the word of God and pursuing, um, mm-hmm. you know, those mm-hmm. spiritual challenges, confidence rather than fear. That's a big one. That's a really big one. And then again, one more time, the last one, feelings and experiences are evaluated in the light of God's word rather than experiences evaluated according to feelings. I love that one. So, and again, like all of these relate back to choices we make. And as we grow personally and as we grow and as we progress and grow in our Christian walk, like these choices change over yep. time. It's not an immediate overnight thing where it's just like, nope. you know what? Like it's an intentious, dis- an intentious, that's a made up word, 
an intentional decision that you make, and that's what leads to more mature decisions mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. You know. So, man, we're this is a good one. <laughs> Just looking at the Let's time keep here. Keep going, man. All right. So the first point in all of this is that as we become mature Christians, we stop focusing on ourselves and focus on others instead. Yes. Yes. That like really to me, this is a like one of the biggest uh, uh, factors and one of the biggest flags that you are maturing spiritually is mm-hmm. that you stop focusing so much on what God can do for you mm-hmm. and what God can do through you. Exactly. Say that one more time. <laughs> When you become more mature spiritually, you stop focusing on what God can do for you, okay. and you focus on what God can do through you. Oh, amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mic amen. drop. Stop it right there. No. Yep. Um, so I'm not going to read through this, but a good example of this for you guys to read is in Matthew chapter 20. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, I don't know the chapter where this is, but it's Matthew verses 20 through 28. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't write that part down. Um, but it's the story of where James and John uh, come before Jesus and their mother comes before him. And they basically want to sit on the right and left hand of Jesus, you know, in the kingdom. Um, so you can go look that up. Again, it's Matthew. The verses are 20 through 28. And I apologize that I don't have the verse or the chapter. I will look that up in a second. I'll come back to it. So, and again, when, when all through the Bible... Like I've I've read this time and time again. When we read the Bible, it is never about us getting self gratified. It is always about mm. serving the other person. Always about putting ourselves last. I have to bring this point up. Go for it. Because technically, it's not self gratifying, but it's probably the okay. only thing in the Bible where it really focuses on the self and that you need more of, and you should never stop seeking. Is mm. wisdom absolutely? That is the one thing where it's like. You need more, and the more you have, the better off you'll be. <laughs> yep. No, like that's that. Honestly, that is something I ask for. I pray about a lot. It's like, yeah. like the two things I really pray for about a lot because that I struggle with are mm. wisdom and humility. Mm. I struggle. I struggle so much with pride, dude. Mm. I, I like this season of my life. It's pride. It's yeah. it's really uh, been just hard to deal with. I'm so like God, just you know, humble me. Like, wow. put me in my place, mm-hmm. and I, it's happened. And I'm glad. And again. I'm not taking that as like God's punishing me. I'm exactly. now seeing it as like, God, thank you yeah. that you are revealing these things to me so mm-hmm. that I can be closer to you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, real quick. That, that is Matthew chapter 20 and it's verses 20 through 28. Okay. That's why I got confused there. So Matthew 20 verses 20 through 28. You guys can go read that on your own for time sake. So here's the second point we want to say. Go for it. As we become mature Christians, our thoughts, words, and actions change. Uh, <laughs> yep. That was just tying into what you were just saying about how when God is showing you something, you're like, yes, like, like, do, thank you, do God. work more, <laughs> do good more work. Keep doing it, God. Yeah. It sucks, but you're, you're working in me. Um, I want to read these couple verses to you real quick. First Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 through 12. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, mm-hmm. or when I became more mature, I put away childish things. Mm-hmm. Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then when we see Jesus, we will see everything with perfect clarity. Yeah. I think this is relating back to saying that, you know, when we, when we go through something, we don't see what God is doing immediately. Mm-hmm. But when we get later on, we mature more, we look back and we see with perfect, with perfect clarity what God was doing in that moment. Yep, yep. And continuing on, it says, all that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then I will know everything completely, just as God know, now knows me completely. Yep. So God, so that is so powerful because there is something that God is making you go through because he knows who you're going to be. He knows the, the purpose he has placed inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so he is making you go through these things. Sometimes God will make you go through something mm-hmm. because he needs to get you to a, a greater place in your life and mm-hmm. a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And then another one in this is Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which just kind of talked about this in the last episode, but it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Mm -hmm. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Mm -hmm. So again, like here's the thing too, like as we, as, as our thoughts and our, our actions and our words change, 
right? We, it really like defines how we think about God too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just think that mm-hmm. like the way you think about yourself and your situation is how you view God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mature, mature standpoint is saying that, you know what? Like, yeah, this trial sucks, but God's doing something in my life mm-hmm. versus saying this trial sucks. God's punishing me. Yeah, exactly. That's yep, a very that's like a immature versus mature kind of standpoint. Uh, real quickly before we continue on, cause yep. I know we're getting closer to the end. I just want to describe to to the, our listeners how, when we, you know, we're texting each other about this topic. Yeah. Like how I described it to you. And yes, <clears throat> I think the best way to describe like spiritual Christian maturity Versus someone that's like, you know, new to it. Yeah. And by new, we mean like, you know, five years. Right. About five, mm-hmm. six, mm-hmm. seven, eight years is like kind of, you're still new. You're still growing a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I explained with you is that like, you know, being, I, w- I don't want to pick on the newborn Christians, but, you know, I'm gonna, just bear with me, guys. You know, being a newborn into into Christ, into the church, into his love and his mercy and all that stuff, it's like being a little kid at the fireworks show. Is this a controversial part you're talking about? No, no, no. Okay. I'm gonna get to that after. Okay, this. okay. It's like being a little. I just want to explain this because I yes, just feel I like you tell me this. our listeners are, yep. are, are are we're trying to get our point across, but we this is like the, why? Yeah, yeah. And um, like it's like being a little kid. At a fireworks show. Yeah. A little kid sees the fireworks. They blow up. They spread across the sky. They light it up. And they're like, wow, this is amazing. amazing. (laughs) Whoa. Like, this is awesome. They got their little, like, cotton candy or popcorn or whatever. Yeah, they're sparklers. (laughs) They're just like, this is amazing. And then as you start to get older, it doesn't really, like, impress you as much. It doesn't impress you. You're more of like, okay. Who this like where was it? Where was it from? Who set that off? Why did it go? How off? did they make all that happen? How at did once? they make it all happen at once? Mm-hmm. That's and and it's the same thing like with that experiencing you know being at a fireworks show when you're like five six versus when you're thirty. Yep. You know, <laughs> you look at fireworks like ah okay, yeah that's great, but how do they work? Hmm. When do they go all off? How are, are they timed? You know. You start asking questions that are deeper in thought and in right. meaning. Mm-hmm. It's more substance. When th- with sp- uh, <clears throat> with uh, spiritual maturity, you gain substance. Right, because you're you're with, you're searching for it. You, uh-huh. it's not enough just to accept things at face value and say exactly. it's good enough. Like you exactly. know, no, I need more. Exactly. When you're a newborn Christian, you know, again, I don't want to pick on you guys, but. Sometimes it's more about the hype than it is about the substance. Listen, the Bible says that those who are new in the faith should not be teachers because they're so zealous. I mean, mm-hmm. there there is a point to being mm-hmm. new in the faith. You know, yeah. there's you got a lot of growing and maturing to do. Exactly. So like, you know, that person that's at church that's like, oh, church was awesome. It was on fire. It was great. And then the, the mature person's like, yeah, it was good, but it just wasn't as much substance right. as I wanted. Right. right. And then sometimes it'll be like a boring service. <laughs> and then that mature person that in in the faith is gonna say that that hit like, home that was good that was good <laughs> and then the new one is gonna be like what that wasn't that great yeah but I, here's the controversial part that I want to get into okay being a mature Christian understanding what it is to to be a mature Christian it's so hard to say but it's in my opinion I stand by it and okay. I think it's very true okay if you are trying to help someone come to Christ. You have to know that if they don't want to come to Christ, you got to let, let them be. Mm. It is not mm. your job to force them. Right. Absolutely. It is not our job or your job to, to mm. shove it down their throats because if they're not ready to make that commitment to Christ, what makes you, you think they're going to stay? You forcing them to do so is you may only convince going to push them, them farther away. Exactly. And, and you may convince them for three months. Yeah. But they're going to still have second, second thoughts mm-hmm. and doubts. Mm-hmm. And those doubts and second thoughts are going to be so much more rooted deeper and, and change their mind about what they did, about giving their life, yeah. than, they, than they would if they are coming and saying, hey, you know mm. what? I can't go on anymore. You know? Well, it can't be. You can't have the faith for them. Exactly. Exactly. It has to be their own faith. And, and and 
speaking carnally, um, what's that saying where if, uh, shoot, it's like slipping away right now. Um, if I'm weak in some, like if I'm weak in this certain situation, why am I going to go ahead and like, I don't know, man. I just slipped away. I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. I can't help you on this one. No, you're all good. Holy Spirit pulled that one from your head. Like, <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back, Jesus. But no, like, you know, it's important to know that if somebody is not wanting, oh, if someone's not wanting that help, you don't force it. Right. Well, and, and it, I think we get caught up. Sorry. I think we just no, no, get no, no, caught no. up in trying to really want to bring people to the kingdom. Right. Because we know what, what happens when you get to that place yeah. and when you like experience God. Exactly. And stuff. I think it's a right intention. It's just we have to, again, this takes me back to our first connect group at, at Casey and Sheena's house, right? Talking about the, the seed parable. Yep. There you right? go. Our, our job is only to plant the seed. Our Speaking job about maturity, is maturity, right? Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Our job is not to make the seed grow. Our job is only to plant the seed. Exactly. Right. And exactly. we, and the, the part that is really the mature part is accepting the fact that not all the seeds that you plant are going to take root. Mm -hmm. You have to trust God in that moment to say, you know what, God, I'm going to invest in this person. and I'm just going to plant the seed of your word into their heart and of your love into their heart. And if it doesn't take root, that's, that's not on me. You know, mm -hmm. it's really well, not. That's what it is. What's the first step to someone getting over their addiction? Yeah. Admitting they Admit, have an addiction. Ad, yeah, accepting where you are. What's the first step of somebody that's struggling with like a <laughs> like a like a personal anger problem? Admitting you have Admitting an anger have problem. problem. Yeah, I that's mean, why it's what's, like. What's the when, first step in like at, like going to church and uh, you know overcoming the the fear and the depression, whatever mm -hmm, it is, accepting mm -hmm. you need Jesus in your life. That you to, can't to do that. this alone, right. and that you're tired and you're weary. So you know just. That's just food for thought. You know, it could be a little controversial where, wherever you sit yeah, on the spectrum, yeah, but, yeah. you know, deal with it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, all of this, like maturity is, is a lifelong process. Like, it really as is. As much as it is physical, it is spiritual. And that's why you see so many preachers when they're young, they're bold and they're just audacious yeah. and they just go for it, right? Yep. And they say things that aren't always yeah. the right thing. <laughs> yeah. But as like you, you see them mature over time, it's like that wisdom just like comes yeah, out that, of them. And it's oh. just, and Perfect example. And you know what? Maturity is just like a choice. I mm. really believe that like for you to grow mature, ma grow in maturity, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. It's an intentional decision that you make to say, you, you know what? Like spiritually wise, like I want to grow closer to God for this week. I'm going to cut out Netflix. Yeah. You know, like a little step. It's mm -hmm. not just a big cold turkey. Like, well, no more Netflix for the rest of my life. Yep. You know? And you know what? I got to say this. If you want a kind of glimpse of what we're talking about with all this maturity and all that stuff, I want you to go ahead, go on YouTube and look up uh, T.D. Jakes and Stephen Furtick. Oh, their second yes. interview the, the about crush, his, about the his crushing. book Crushing. Yeah. I'm not oh, taking a shot so at Stephen. I'm not taking a shot at Stephen here, but you can definitely tell Who? the <laughs> immaturity of, of Stephen Furtick. Just versus the maturity oh, yeah. in their life and again, with T.D. Jakes. Yeah. Just the way that like Stephen was asking like the questions a couple times, uh, T.D. Jakes would would basically re-ask the I question. What I hear you asking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, that is that is so true. It's powerful. Because it's powerful. Uh, like, go watch it because it's the perfect example of what a mature Christian thinks, talks, and sounds like yeah. versus what uh immature someone, christian someone's still growing yeah it's still yeah, growing and yeah. it's so weird to say that because you know stephen furtick is stephen furtick he's got a lot to say he's very mature exactly. and very wise but but there's always and that's the thing about being mature too always gonna be someone else. there's always gonna be someone that knows more than you and always 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 want to learn from them absolutely always absolutely so sum this all up you know again back to that that uh james chapter one like it's joyful when we experience trials because we're maturing. Yeah. Like the trials, they're there to not only expose our level of maturity, but to help us grow past that mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's just a decision. Like, and it's a decision to intentionally say, God, I need to grow closer to you. And it's not going to happen like that. Wow. Like, God, it's a lifelong process. Wow. And yeah. it's just, yeah. So just make those decisions of like what we talked about earlier. Go back, rewind, listen to the little points we said about, uh, teaching others versus just being taught and the rest of those things there. So, wow. All right, everyone. We're Sorry gonna... for that long episode. No, it's not that long. It's, it's what are we at? For about 50 minutes. Ah, okay. so. We're good. Um, Hopefully you had traffic. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, guys. Um, we're going to end it there. But before we do, as always, the ending prayer for salvation, you're saying, someone might be saying, you know what? Hey, I yes. need to grow into a more mature Christian. Yes. I'm just like, I'm struggling with it. I'm facing trials and I'm not responding the right way. I'm mm-hmm. not reacting the right way. So um, the Bible says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved, that you, you will, will be saved. Be saved. Um, so I'm going to say this prayer. Easy's going to repeat it and yeah. we're going to say it all together. So Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, thank you for the life you gave me. Thank you for the life you gave me. I believe that Jesus Christ, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son, is your son. I thank you that he died for me. I thank you that he died for me. Rose from the dead, rose from the dead to give me new life, to give me new life. Today I make Jesus, today I make Jesus the Lord of my life, the Lord of my life. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a new beginning, for giving me a new beginning. In Jesus name, in Jesus name, amen. we all say amen. Amen. Hey. You guys just made that decision for the first time. Celebrating, Welcome. celebrating, celebrating. Welcome. You made the best decision of your life towards that new uh Enjoy mature. the fireworks show while it lasts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you just go. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. This is a, a great decision that you made. It's the best decision that you will ever make in your life towards being more mature, growing in that faith, um, in that lifelong process. So mm-hmm. as always, you know, we want to hear from you. If you made that decision, reach out to us. Um, send us an email at, yeah. con- at uh, connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Yas, yas. And then hit us up in those DMs at Connection Podcast on Instagram. Look us up on Facebook. We're on there too now. So mm-hmm. again, thank you guys always. And if you for- see us in the street, hit us up. Hit us up. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We love you all. Have a fantastic week. Peace out, guys. Easy, just listen to Limp Biscuit for the first time. I did. <laughs> Soggy cracker. I never knew that. I didn't know it was called Limp Biscuit. He like Keep mentioned rolling, something about rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, he was like doing that, and he says, well, "You're that's Limp Biscuit. You ever heard them?" And I was like, <laughs> "Did you just say Limp Biscuit?" What did you say? Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit.